Coming up, we're discussing Springfield USA at Universal Studios Florida and deciding whether we love it, hate it, or we think it needs an updating on this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams, and today I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. Hello. We are going to have a very fun episode for you. We are talking all about Springfield, USA. Uh, Well, specifically, we want to talk about the Simpsons ride because that's really what we'd want to get into with the meat and potatoes on whether or not it needs it needs an updating or we love that ride or hate it. But figured, you know what, while we're there, might as well talk about the rest of the land in general, too. So because if we continue on this series, we're not going to talk about Kang and Koda is hurl and twirl one day by itself it's a spinner ride it doesn't re- require a thorough conversation on so we're just going to lump this one all together and this is the first time i believe we've done this with universal it's a series that we've done with uh with disney attractions before at walt disney world and disneyland and usually we do them in person at the parks but because universal doesn't let you film on anything we're kind of changing around the format using it for this episode doesn't mean that we're replacing the universal hall of fame if we ever decide to do one of those episodes again in the future you know it doesn't doesn't mean we won't do other uh episodes and series we've done in the past before that we've just kind of dropped off on it's just something a little bit new for us here and a little bit different something fun it's going to be an easygoing conversation new print little different Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> that's what it made me feel like. Absolutely. I thank you. Thank you for your good color commentary today, Rhino. Give me You're one welcome. more. One more. It's the choice of a new generation. <laughs> I'm stuck in the Wayne's world, I guess. Wait a minute. I don't know. Wait a minute. Do I see? What do I see behind you? Is that a box of Calgon? What? Calgon. That is from that is that is from a different part. Wait a second. Yeah. And he pulls it out of the laundry basket. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that was that the, the second movie from the that second, second the one? Second That's from one. the second one because they live in the new apartment. He lives in the oh, new place. Oh, yep, yep, yep. You're right. That's, That's where you threw bad. me. That's I was my like, bad. it was Doritos, Nuprin, Pepsi, Reebok. And I feel like there was another one. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm getting a headache here. <laughs> try two of these. Yeah. That's right. OK. Nuprin. New. That- Little yellow. My bad. I am blending the first movie with the second movie in that. But I mean, if you're not watching them as a twofer, you're really doing it wrong. Anyways. Well, I do. I do. I know this is slightly off the rails, but it is in reference to off the rails. Whenever you introduce yourself as Frank, I always want to say, can I still be Garth? <laughs> I think you should actually change your intro to that now. When I introduce you as Rhino, you need to actually slip that in. Okay, yeah, that way. So, and we'll really catch uh, we'll catch Jackie and and Denny off guard with that one. What? What? That's what you'll do. <laughs> you guys, you're so silly. You guys, <laughs> you guys. Uh, okay, uh, let's take a second to remind you that this episode and all of our episodes are brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, you can always book a trip through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money, and you get the help of one of the amazing Dreams Unlimited Travel agents. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com to get 
today. Get your free. Excuse you? Excuse you? The one time I screwed up with that (laughs) to get, I wanted to really just get in there and get that to get a free no obligation quote and blended it at the exact wrong time. You did today and to get. (laughs) Yes, that is 1000% what I did. We all know I can't speak English well. I am really trying to get over this. Uh, Bing pot. Yes. So get over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today to get a free no obligation quote on your universal vacation uh so (laughs) i'm gonna try to put that behind me it's because i'm not editing it out that's one thing for sure it's it's staying in but uh i i'm gonna get over this but yes let's go ahead and talk about love it hate it update it a series that we've been doing way way back since the oliver days with disney parks again as i mentioned and uh it's it's fun i mean the concept's basic do we love it do we hate it or do we think it needs updated? And uh, I think there's definitely a lot that we can say about all of Universal in general with this whole concept. And so, yeah, let's uh, let's really just dive into this here. And we're going to talk about Springfield, USA, as we've said. And Rhino, what aspect of this do we want to talk about at first? Because uh, do we do we want to just share our, our initial thoughts going into this? How do you feel about Springfield? Uh, I mean, I I like Springfield in terms of uh, I feel like if you look at the development of like the new age of Universal, I actually feel like Springfield doesn't get enough credit in terms of being, I feel like, honestly, one of their first property oriented uh, lands that became like a fully themed land because that kind of just slowly happened over there because you had the uh, the attraction that went from you know, the back to the future ride and then became the Simpsons ride. And then it was like, we got the fast food, but then all of a sudden you got like little stuff kind of just came up. You know, I felt like it just kind of transformed and you know, that was all before the wizarding worlds or anything like that. So that park didn't have, I feel like like a multi attraction, multi experience themed, you themed thing, themed like area around one property. Right. Because like Kid Kid Zone was multiple things, and and Hollywood and New York are multiple things, and so, yeah. And they're also, I feel like, a little just like, not cliche, but like, uh, I don't know what the word is, just like kind of a blanketed theme, you know, like. Yeah, well, and but to be fair with this, technically Springfield isn't its own individual land. Springfield is a part of World Expo, sharing with mm. Men in Black, uh, but you know, it's it basically is its own land, um, especially like. It's it's World Expo. It doesn't. I I never. I understood why Back to the Future yeah. had a place in a World Expo style uh, setting because it fit. But Krusty Land in World Expo that never that never really sat as well. So then when you can kind of make it Springfield USA and then the Krusty Land section all together, uh, I I just feel like that. It became a land, even if it's not an official designation. But, you know, it's, then some people will say it's an official land. So it, it's messy in terms of it. But you are right. It's, uh, you know, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley did not come together when uh, Fast Food Boulevard popped up and mm-hmm. really made this a full land with with Duff Brewery and the donut shop and the Bumblebee Man's taco truck that every now and then I just forget that our friend Sam was the one who designed that truck. And it just was like, oh. What? You didn't know that? I don't think I actually knew that. Yeah. He he designed oh the gosh. taco truck. Yeah. Oh. 
That's crazy. Yeah. So that's insane. Oh, good. Well, good work, Sam. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, it's so cool. And I just, I think, I think with that addition, really, and Kang and Codus's twirl and hurl, Craig, it became. I just a have to acknowledge this. This universe too is that literally when you said the say the name Sam, um, I got a notification on my phone that says Sam is on their way with my Uber Eats order. <laughs> so he heard us. Our friend Sam grabbed grabbed me a meal on the way. He just came all the way from California to be able to yeah, do that. Just to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. They don't have they don't have the truck in California, right? Though they have they have the they have the fast food stuff. They have the attraction, but I don't think then then they have Duff Gardens instead of the brewery. But I don't. I could be wrong because they have a pizza area that we don't. Uh, if it was in there, it would be in Duff Gardens and parked in there. But I've only experienced. Also, technically, we have that pizza place, I think. It's just quick service. Yeah, thing, we have it. Right? It's Luigi's yeah. inside there. Uh, I, I'll i be honest. In terms of Hollywood, I've only since the, sim, the they did the addition of Springfield in Hollywood. I think I've only been to the park twice and once was for Halloween Horror Nights. And so I don't really have a strong memory of that section. So I, I would have to trust you on any any of that. You've been there more than I have in recent years. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to, to digress. But it's one of those areas where I feel like we should acknowledge it's at at both uh, both parks, anyways. But yeah, I, I completely I completely agree with you. So uh, it's it it is in both of those parks. So that that shows how meaningful uh, the Simpsons was to them pre Disney buying it, and I think it's still important. And so whatever we say with this, you know, I think ultimately I, I would be okay with sprucing up these areas and making them look a little bit nicer. But I don't want to lose the Simpsons. Uh, I don't want Disney to take back over control and say, yeah, we we want to, because I'll be honest, you know, while Simpsons doesn't really feel like it fits the Disney brand, I think they are embracing it as far as Disney Plus goes and creating shorts mm -hmm. on it. So it feels like, you know, if Universal, I, I don't know what the control rights are with theme park rights and such, you know, just like the messiness of Marvel and Disney, but uh, I, I think Disney would take advantage of the Simpsons if they had the opportunity to. And I really I love what Springfield has. So yeah. I don't know if I would want Disney to try to take a stab at it. Yeah, I, th I agree with you, I think, because it, watching the um, like re refreshing our memory and watching the ride through again, I was just thinking to myself, I was like, there's some stuff in here. I don't I think Disney would tone down some of that stuff that I think is I don't want I'll say edginess, but it's like I, I don't know. I mean, Minnie Mouse kicks Pluto in the head on that ride and people <laughs> never give me gave me grief about it for forever. Yeah. And I think to myself, like. You know, there is there are stuffs like with Itchy and Scratchy, and I think like I don't know that Disney would embrace that stuff quite as much, but I can't I don't know that they wouldn't, or if it's that the crowd that goes there would be more vocally upset about some of the stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I I mean the tough issue with Simpsons Ride in particular is that I feel like you know, the the Simpsons heyday was really up until about the tenth season give or take. So we're talking like just before uh, 2000 ish, right around in that area. And I still actually really enjoy the Simpsons through about the 16th or 17th season. And that's basically this time period of when the attraction debuted was, was it's post movie, right? Ooh, when was the movie? Was the movie the, 2008 the or 2007? 
It was before I moved here, so it would have it would have had to have been at least two thousand seven. Because yeah. um, I remember. I mean, I, it I like the movie a lot, so I'm like, I, I I always the movie is one of those things where I always put it on, and I'm like, this is actually like a really solid, funny episode of the show, and I think it, it's really good. Yeah. Do you know my favorite? Know. Well, I have two favorite parts of the Simpsons movie. As I look up the year that the movie was released and such, guess what? I know one are. of your your favorite parts is. I'm I'm assuming Tom Hanks. Of course. Yeah. How long and, how long uh, did I look for a perfect box of that action figure before finally Did you end up getting it? Yeah. Oh I did. I had okay. to order I had to order it off of eBay because I finally like I, I looked A it was actually cheaper than buying it at Universal, even with uh, oh, really? the discount I had at the time. Yeah. But then B, I saw the images of it. I saw that the box wasn't bent at all, and I was like, This is it. I don't this is the one. look no further. <laughs> but uh what what do you think is my second favorite part? Uh, I don't I you know, I I I don't know. The appearance of Green Day? No. <laughs> I was elected to lead, not to read. Now, my so the oh, you like the guy though, don't you? Like the guy, don't you? Like the um, who's the voice of the bad guy in that movie? What the heck? It's uh, Albert Brooks. Is the yeah, same one from guy. the monorail episode, right? Uh, no, no, the Albert Brooks is isn't. Lionel, it's Phil. Or, yeah, Phil Hartman. Thank you, Phil Hartman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally, Lionel Hutz, the the lawyer and such, but um. No, so uh, the movie came out in 2007, and the ride came out in 2008. So technically, the ride would have been created pre. Mm. Well, the movie would have been in production too at the same time. So I mean, it's right probably in the, the same, same budget. Period. Honestly, yeah. it, it was probably they were probably animating it all at the same time. I it's, I would say you're absolutely right with that. And so my official answer, my second favorite part of the movie, it's one throwaway line when Homer finally, uh, you know, regains his strength and is ready to leave Alaska. He as he's trailing off, like the lady helped, like help set him on his path. Um, the lady who, uh, you know, has he refers to as boob lady. Thank you, boob lady. <laughs> makes me laugh every single time. And, I think I'm going to watch this tonight now. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I'm going to not going to lie to you. You know what? Watch. I probably got the line wrong, too. And I've just had it in my head that that's what he says this entire time. And I've I've always been wrong about it. But uh, yeah, I gosh, I do like that movie a lot. That was it was a good theater going experience. I not to get off track with this but i hope bob's burgers holds up the same way that i'm, fe- I'm feeling that did. same way yeah 100 percent. that i'm just like hoping it has that same like like oh this is a solid episode of the yeah. show but yeah i agree so we're getting pretty deep into this so let's actually start getting into the rides with it too because your food's coming on the way here but uh so simpsons ride of course this is in the crusty land amusement park area and uh, as you're going through the queue you're watching clips of the actual simpsons tv show that is uh you know takes place in like theme park settings and stuff because there's actually a lot through the simpsons history so it's a fun cue to actually wait in uh, it's not the greatest one being like ha- you know some sections of being shaded but then the long walkways going upstairs uh it- it's not the greatest but it is fun watching those clips and what I love, uh, as you've already alluded to, um, in the ride, there's some some pretty testy moments, but I think the pre-show that you get to watch is where it 
really hits. Like we're yeah. we're going on this ride along with the Simpsons. They're getting to be the first to experience this this new attraction at Krusty Land. And uh Krusty invites them in saying, you know, this is where we make all the wonder and imagination that fuels our park. Hurry, put on these lead vests right away. So it's yeah. that, that quick Simpsons humor uh, because he's like leading them into this section where there's a nuclear reactor and, you know, if, if anyone goes in there, they could grow up to 50 feet tall, three arms and things like that. So setting up a big plot of the story and they get taken to the boarding station. Grandpa gets shut out because uh, no one with heart conditions can ride and <laughs> does, the, does the classic grab yeah he's like heart attack uh he, like two other uh, aneurysm stroke, stroke. Yeah, massive aneurysm. <laughs> i'll just wait out here yeah i'll yeah, wait out like, there and oh you can wait with maggie okay do you remember the time <laughs> you guys will enjoy each other's gibberish exactly. <laughs> yeah, i love it and yeah. uh but quickly grandpa falls asleep maggie slips out of her lead vest walks into the reactor and immediately grows setting up that part of the story uh they walk into the vehicle boarding area and saying again this is the first time we're we're gonna be the first people to ever ride this thing like that space guy who does Lisa say? Who did that moon thing? Who did that yeah. moon thing? Exactly. You mean Neil Armstrong, Dad? No, Chewbacca. Urgh. Yeah, <laughs> it's so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> but it's the uh, you know it's a uh, it's just so witty and uh, so. They are getting closer to getting on. Krusty goes, well, now enjoy the Ferris wheel or whatever this is. But uh, Sideshow yeah, Bob, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's a quick a quick little joke in there. But Sideshow Bob shows up. Krusty, Krusty asks what he wants, but he gets knocked out and then says, uh, my uh, favorite, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, my yeah, favorite line of the thing. attraction. And now for a dish best served cold. Ice cream? No, <laughs> revenge. Like, yeah, I, lo- I love the quick snap of it, too. Yeah. Where it's just like, ice cream. Like, I I think of all like the theme park quotes, I probably use this one more than like any other one. I just, for some reason, it, it's not that revenge comes up very often, but I'll just say to myself, and now for a dish best served cold, ice cream. <laughs> I, I, I See, I like the next line, which is, Get ready to see the last thing you'll ever see. A government required safety, you know, safety thing. And then it cuts into the safety vehicle. But that's even one one step before that is where, uh, you know, Sideshow Bob says, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, but we're on vacation. Can't you kill us on a work day? Yeah. And then even after that. Lisa's like saying, no, you can't do this, Bob. And cut to Homer sitting in the ride vehicle saying, I waited an hour in this. <laughs> I waited in line for an hour for this thing and I'm riding it. So anyways, this is where you then get to board the vehicles and get on the ride. Sideshow Bob pops up and reveals, I've taken over every area of the park and I'm going to destroy it all, including you. And this is when the ride really kicks off. And it's very hard to describe it. Obviously, we don't have video of it because it clearly states in the queue that you're not allowed to take motion picture or you're not allowed to take still or motion photography during the attraction so that's why we've just been doing this dramatic play for you you're very welcome uh of course we just watched other people's youtube videos to put this all together so hey to everyone out there on youtube thank you as well too for breaking those roles and uh you know it kicks off on the ride it starts in the roller coaster portion but sideshow bob is swinging that wrecking ball 
ball and kind of screws everything up. Homer is having to run away from it as he's already flung out of the vehicle. And uh, there's just, as it all happens, there's so many fun lines that just pop up. Like, uh, I love the, they won't kill you in an amusement park as long as you still have a dime in your pocket. I love that line. Yeah, it's a it's a very good one. Um, and from the roller coaster portion, they get we get thrown. I keep saying they, but we also get thrown in with it into the uh, the kitty ride with the tiny elves characters, and they're floating on the buckets. And uh, I love that it's the line there is a fate worse than death, a kitty ride. Which it's it's a nice little fun stab. And from there, you get thrown into a ride that's um you know it's like a dinosaur style pirates of the caribbean ish like floating yeah, i ride. never understood that yeah neither neither did i really with it but that's where they're going through and another line i loved in there is homer and marge were talking it's like well bob's trying to kill the kids and homer's response is yeah just keeps getting better and better so it's a another funny moment but then they end up into you know they they homer tries to steal the temptation of the the beer from the dinosaur holding the beer which is ridiculous and that flings them into the marina uh not the marina but the uh the stadium that is very similar to something you'd see at like a sea world park and that includes lisa riding in to save the entire day with the uh with the line that she does onward convenient whale which like I, I'm, I, I can't say it enough it is just line after line after yeah. line of witty dialogue yeah gems all the way through and i love it too because while you're on it not just the lines you're just like oh here i am oh here's this thing oh here's this ride you know it's like all fun insider theme park like if you've ever been to any of these theme parks you're like oh that's so funny yeah it's, so it's like visual gags too you know exactly yeah it's uh it's it's double-sided in that way um it's it, things are of course still looking bad uh maggie eventually like they're at a point where there's a height and a drop i, I forget what the setup was with it but uh the giant maggie picks up Sideshow Bob and hits him into the car, and that starts dropping us down the shaft. But Frank comes and saves the day and then flies us around Springfield. And as we're flying around Springfield, we're seeing a giant Maggie like terrorizing the entire town. And there's lots of little fun moments that you can kind of spot in here as you're flying around really fast. Uh, this is my least favorite part of the ride. It doesn't make me as sick as other people do. It does for other people. But then she grabs the car and puts it in her mouth like a pacifier and the smell of like the it's like baby powder smell with the motion of going in and out. It just it, even that one kind of gets to me. It's it does not do well for me. It's the it's the moment when the thing is spinning and you're like diving through the when you're in that like sea world area. Uh, and it like yeah, you Homer the, said something about you do the barrel roll yeah. thing. Yep, I know I know the barrel roll too. Yeah, that kind of that kind of bothers me a little bit too, but not for some reason that in and out motion does not uh doesn't really sit with me as well. But uh you know, we we get out of the mouth and go crashing through the Simpsons garage just like the intro to the show, but it's actually not their garage in their house. Uh the Simpsons are stuck in their couch on a death drop ride that Kang and Kodos are 
operating apparently because as they say all rides must end in the gift shop and they start <laughs> the drop and this is where uh rhino's favorite line from the ride pops up what's that line oh, Rhino? yeah it's the it's the drop and and uh homer says my bosoms are slapping my face yeah. <laughs> it's just like he has that perfect inflection of you know that classic homer simpson yell and it's just so funny oh it's hilarious and then right after that of course they have to make the mention of marge saying oh i think this is where they take the picture and then it snaps and like it's two two lines right back to back uh they get to the bottom and sideshow bob is there waiting with his like mechanical buzzsaw saying uh five seconds left to kill somebody uh but then the couch lands on him along with the simpsons and then maggie knocks over the crusty land arch and the attraction is over, and a lot of people are usually violently ill at this point because this attraction, as as we've described, I think the humor and wittiness of this tr- attraction is almost second to none at Universal. It, it mm-hmm. is arguably the funniest attraction that they have. But unfortunately, the ride mechanism for it, which we mm-hmm. didn't really describe, it is it is like it is your imax size screen it's a dome screen that then your vehicles lift up into the theater so it's kind of like a a star tours or soren but in a giant open theater and uh it just for some reason this ride makes everyone so sick if you're even slightly uh slightly nauseous when it comes to motion simulator attractions and like i said it, it gets me in a couple parts but not super bad but a lot of people I know that are very sensitive to it are yeah. like, no, this is the worst thing ever. I cannot do it without drama. I mean, there's no question. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but so that's where it makes it hard for this for a love it, hate it, update it kind of style. I love this attraction, but at the same time, I hate it. But at the same time, I don't know how to update it to make it better. Uh- Okay, I so I do <clears throat> I don't I wouldn't want to see it go because of what you said. Like it is so funny and it's so clever and I love all those like theme park jokes and everything like that and I think it is actually really well thought out. I think the mistake is so I would like to see an update. I think it should have been in the animation style of the show because I don't know if we've said that but like when you are in the queue and you get up to the area where they're grouping you, um you there are like um <clears throat> Uh, like fake facades of little, um, like the ones that are little out front. I don't know. Moments. Yeah. It yeah. It looks like, but, yeah. No, but I'm seeing like how the character is standing at, there's a character, an animated Simpsons character like that's like at their booth. Yep. And you see yeah, an that, animated scene playing out at their different booths. Yeah. And we're like there with them. So it's like they're with us. And so it never made sense to me. And then we see the crusty video why they're animated 3d when you're on the ride like as if they're supposed to be real to us when they've been animated the whole time and i really wish it had just been in that classic animation style of the show or they had done it in the a little bit of a higher quality which i guess they're at right now on the show but like how they how the movie was sort of animated at that time because that 3d animation that's the that's the problem with me is i think that like the brain my brain knows it's fake when it was back to the future it was like everything looked real but when it's that animated thing it's not completely fake but it tries to be real enough that it all looks like that episode where homer does become 3d but it 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 i wish it had just been so if they update it i think it either needs to do the spider-man route where like his animation really got sharper and much you know better like high quality 4k for sure yeah or it needs to go into the 2d 
back, I think, into a 2D mode of what it is right now. And I, I can't see them doing that. But because yeah. I like the other part is, too, is I, I don't know if that would help with the motion sickness, you know, or not. I Probably not. But I think it does have a there's like a disconnect with my brain that happens in there for sure. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think we're kind of both on the same page on this one. Uh, as you just eloquently put it, we love it, but we <clears throat> hate how it was yeah we hate the actual ride portion for how you have to experience it currently and we would love for them to update it to make it that you weren't sick but understand that that's probably not going to happen so if i was really forced to press on this one i'm just gonna say i love it don't change it because i would rather have it and not really experience it very often versus not having it at all. Because if you get rid of the marquee attraction, you're getting rid of the rest that goes with it too, which we we can move on to as well, which specifically is Fast Food Boulevard, as well as the taco truck that we <clears> mentioned, <throat> Duff Brewery, uh, the donut kiosk, and even Kang and Kodos' Twirl and Hurl, which is a, a simple spinning attraction, hub-and-spoke spinning attraction, Dumbo-style, Magic Carpets of Aladdin-style. You know the ones that we all love. Uh, very simple, but it's it is so funny too because yeah. you know they have they have the jokes in the queue about Kang and Kodos and and it just it works. It's a it's a simple spinner ride with just humor inserted into it. Yeah, I love that it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like the whole thing is like, how oh, we tricked you, you know, and like, I don't know. There's something really charming about that, you know, and the whole the whole area I really do like, you know, yeah. so it's it's like I just kind of wish um, <clears throat> like you mentioned Fast Food Boulevard, like, you know, it is one of my go to places. I feel like you solid bet for food. I wish they'd refresh the menu just a little bit, though, like. Give us some like featured items, you know, at Krusty Burger or um, well, or something like Burger. that. You know what? They do have the Krusty Burger. No, 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 no. I meant Krusty Burger. Krusty Burger. Give us like a specialty item there, okay. like a featured. Yeah, no, you can get the Krusty Burger. You can get a squishy, you know, at, at you know, in, in a couple places and stuff. And, and I love that they do that. But I'm like one of my favorite things they do is with the Duff Beer. They have like a Duff beer, there's Duff light, and then there's a third one. Did I make that up? A Duff dry. Yes. And then, and then at, um, like the fall October. area, they'll do the October, the Dufftoberfest, which is great. I wish they would do like another Duff beer every now and then. And that, w- I think that would be a lot of fun just to keep it a little more, a little more fresh. I agree with you there too. Duff brewery is like, I mean, it's in that park. It might be my favorite place to just relax in that park. I mean, if you've watched our dining reviews that we really do anywhere, uh, unless we're inside a restaurant, if we get snacks from any location, there's a good chance that we're taking it to Springfield and we always sit in the patio area just around Duff Brewery. So... I I love love that section. I love the the statue of Jedediah Springfield. Did I just say Jedediah? Jebediah. I don't sure know did. why I had Jebediah <laughs> in my brain. Jebediah Springfield. Uh and you know the noble spirit in Biggins. I gosh, I can't even remember the quote. That's I'm really failing myself as a Simpsons fan here. But uh, the theming is just on point, but 
the Duff Brewery, the Duff Beer that you can get outside and then inside Moe's is just, it, it always, it hits the spot. It's not the most interesting beer. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. The Duff, as we've said before on the show, kind of resembles like an amber ale or a lager. And Duff Light is very similar to your Bud Light Pilsner style beer. So it's, it's nothing, nothing too fancy, but uh, it, it, it still feels on theme and on point. It's good. And, yeah. 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 Yeah, and I also agree with you too, Rhino. I wish I wish the menus for themselves, for the most part, would stay the normal menu that they are, but have mm-hmm. one rotating menu item that changes. Because yeah. if Just, you come to the Krusty Burger, you need a Krusty Burger. If you come to Cletus's yeah. Chicken Shack, you need that the chicken waffle sandwich. But and you need basic stuff like chicken tenders there. But you know what? You have those two items now. Throw in something different, and I yeah. think I think they kind of missed that opportunity but it's something they can explore they just have to do it yeah no it's the same and you know that you can get the um oh my gosh i forgot what it's called but the the flaming mo you can get that yep. there and mm-hmm. stuff like that and and i think that's fun but you know i'd like to see a different version of the flaming mo like a special like a you know just something maybe in a different flavor or just you know whatever just keep going you know keep it in theme you know like maybe there's a new version of the crusty burger too or something yep. I think it would just be fun, you know? Yeah. I don't have a lot of complaints about Universal's food right now, you know, besides the obvious ones that I don't really like a lot of their burgers and basic mm-hmm. things like that. But I will say, uh, for a lot of their restaurants, they just let them get too stagnant until they do a massive change. And that's even if yeah. they change them at all. Like we saw how, you know, we saw, the, see them make like little updates here and there, like ramen at Comic Strip Cafe, making it a little bit better. Uh, Thunderfalls Terrace getting it stretching out with their meal, but still having like the rotisserie chicken and that items um, and and little changes like that. But I feel like I feel like with Springfield, I hope they don't let it go too long because then they might need massive changes. But it's also hard they because a crusty burger has to have a crusty burger and pizza. Mm-hmm. You know, they can do a specialty pizza at Luigi's, but it can't be too crazy. And at the the seafood stand, you know, there's there's only so much they can really do with that, too. So it, they don't need a lot of changes, but they can also change up things with like the taco truck, Bumblebee Man taco truck, delicious food. But, you know, they can change up what's going on in the taco. They they they've changed the menu a little bit over the years here and there, but uh, you know they can really get creative and do limited edition season seasonal tacos, not limited edition. <laughs> we only have four of these; we make a day. Yeah, you get it or <laughs> yeah, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they they definitely have room to do it there. But the theming is ultimately the theming I love throughout the area, and for mm-hmm. that reason, I I don't think. I don't think anything in that area needs updated right now. Even no. the carnival games that I don't like and I think cheapen the experience, they work well in Krusty Land. It just it fits yeah. in there. They like wrote it in in the in a clever way where it works. And I, I appreciate that like the the things you're winning are still within theme. Like I think one of the prizes is the elf, you know, and 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 there's like, you know, these big giant plushes. I'm not gonna lie, if I had if I wasn't somebody who just like to throw money away on carnival games i i would try you know you all know i'm a sucker for plush yep. the plushes and i'm like there's some there's some good ones in there where i'm like these are fun you know and i see people walking around the park with them later and i'm like oh that's good and the quickie mart i think has some pretty solid um simpsons merchandise one that i very much always appreciate is the bort keychain yep yep you have to have bort you know, and that's an inside joke from one of the episodes where bart wants his name on the keychain and uh and can't 
you know, it's or it might have been a magnet in the show, and here it's a keychain. But it's like, oh, my son's name is Bort. Excuse me, miss. <laughs> I'm also named Bort. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just it's so so dumb. But they have that in there. I loved that. Um, you know, they have a wide variety of symptoms merchandise that's like kind of you know definitely feels like Universal created it in conjunction with the land. But then also like they had a Halloween shirt this past year mm-hmm. in there too, so that way you could keep up with the season. I love all the Springfield uh, and Simpsons merchandise that they they have, even even if it's licensed stuff you can find in other stores. Uh, it it still all works because it all feels like it definitely belongs in this land. I would love a Treehouse of Horror overlay to the ride. I know. I know. I just think that would be like so good. So if ever they do an update for the attraction, which, you know, eventually I'm assuming they will have to do at some point. I don't know. I don't know what the rule is now that now that the ownership has switched or if there is such a rule in place or anything like that. But I think maybe getting it all done at the same time, you know, we've seen it. We've seen it done, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy and Disney's California Adventure or Disney. Disney California Adventure, excuse me, has the overlay that creates a second ride. I'd love to see Universal take a whack at it with this. Yeah, I would I would feel the exact same way, Rhino. But uh, I think we've kind of made our thoughts pretty secure on on Springfield as a whole. Yeah. Uh, you know, we love the area, love mm-hmm. Duff Brewery and Most Tavern, love the food for the most part, but wish the menus were freshened up a little bit. Love the theming, love the concept and the execution of the simpsons ride in terms of jokes and storytelling but just don't love the ride vehicle in the way it's actually presented but would also be fine with an update and i think that's that's it too and of course love kang and codas's twirl and hurl it's simple but yeah. it's necessary you need rides like that in in any theme park that just fill in and have something for people who aren't necessarily thrill, thrill seekers so did i miss anything no, I, I mean, you. we got the, the games, the attraction, you know, the everything you said. I think there's the, it's fun how they have the outdoor. They still have like the turkey legs and the big hot dogs. And I feel like everything all fits so yeah. good in there. So it does it does have a really good vibe. It does. And I like that we actually agree on this one. So it makes it easier for us. But I'm sure there will come a day when we will completely disagree. And that will be a fun one. I like I like those little battles. But uh, if we have nothing else to say, I think we're going to wrap this one up. What do you say? Do you want to do you want right. to eat your dinner, Rhino? <laughs> well, my bosoms are slapping me right now. <laughs> okay, that means that means it's dinner time. So we're going to go ahead and wrap <laughs> up this episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. Rhino, thanks so much for having this conversation with me. Oh, thank you. And thank you, everyone out there for listening and watching. I hope you enjoyed it and helped you, uh, you know, feel some things about Springfield and the Simpsons ride that you haven't felt in a while. And yeah, so I, I really hope we helped in some way. And if you did enjoy it and you want to support us more, you can always book a trip through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Don't forget that. Get your free no obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, and make sure you leave comments, questions, and video suggestions in the comment section below and and of course if you listen to the dis unplugged universal edition make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and if it's through apple Podcasts or spotify leave a rating and review that would help us out a lot but that's going to do it for this week's episode of the dis unplugged universal edition thank you again to rhino and everyone out there who took the time to listen and watch it we seriously could not be here without your support and the fact that you are booking trips to go to 
Universal Orlando through Dreams Unlimited Travels. So thank you very much. But that's going to do it for us this week. We'll see you again next week with our next episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. Take care, everyone. And remember, we still haven't changed the name. 